Welcome to the Finding Equilibrium podcast, where we dig deep into the battle of the sexes. Because let's be real, the relationship between men and women is complex, nuanced, and often fraught with tension. Women are expected to be assertive and career-driven, while men are encouraged to embrace their emotions and be more vulnerable. But are we really finding balance and harmony, or are we just creating more confusion? We know that finding true equilibrium requires us to confront the uncomfortable truths and challenge the status quo. So we're showing up to call out the cultural narratives that have shaped our perceptions of masculinity and femininity and examine how we can break free from the constraints of societal expectations and ideations, like why women are pushed to act more like men and why men are becoming more like the women they were raised to protect. So whether you're here to explore this seemingly never-ending battle or simply seeking inspiration to bring your own assets to the table, we invite you to join us for some thrilling and controversial conversation. You sent me a reel, maybe it was yesterday, but like women need to communicate with men with logic and just talking about the problems as they become problems in real time before it gets to be like this built up issue. And then all of a sudden you, out of nowhere, your relationship is falling apart because you were just unaware of all these things that were building up. So like the topic about today is when your partner is leveling up or changing in making this growth and the other partner just either doesn't have any desire to level up or change or they just are completely clueless that this other person in their relationship is trying to aspire to do all these things but doesn't communicate or use logic to have those conversations. And then all of a sudden that other partner is looking back like, what the fuck just happened? Like complete whiplash. Well, I just feel like when a guy's leveling up, he doesn't typically look to his woman like, why aren't you leveling up? Like, you know, as long as this girl is giving him a little support, the guy guys level up on their own. You know, it's not like, like the girl can stay... And it just, it always comes back to that same thing. Like a, a, a guy who can, you know, change a poor woman's life, but a, a woman will never, never talk to the clerk at the gas station. And just, like, I don't know. I just, I, I feel though that like any woman, especially if you're talking about the modern day woman, she's got some sort of goals. And I think that society just, and or her partner, like completely blocks those goals and she feels as if she can't ever go after them. So I think that it's not, she doesn't want to or or go after those. I just feel like there are so many things standing in her way, whether it be herself or her partner or whatever, but like her partner, at the end of the day, both partners aren't supportive of one another's growth and goals. And I think what the whole baseline is with this is just, it's never talked about. Like going into a relationship, how many relationships have you gone into where you have conversations when you're dating about like lifelong goals? Like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? What are you, what do you want to do with your life? You know what I mean? And I just think that it's kind of part of the problem is we're just not having those conversations prior to things getting serious. Yeah. But people also suck at having any idea where they're trying to go in life anyway so i think a lot of times it's more that you know life changes on its own and then people just start to level up situationally or you know environmentally because they just need more and need more i mean that was always my my situation was just like you know you do a little bit more and then it's like man we need more we need more and more and more and more and then all of a sudden you're just leveling up because the situation demands it. And then the other person is like still trying to, you know, live back before, you know, all the extra, all the extra time was taken on. So people, I think a lot of times are, are in a really similar place when they get into a relationship and then they're, they grow at different rates at different things and they don't like, really communicate what they need from each other and then they go apart 
because they don't feel supported and they don't feel in with the, with the girls. I really feel like the girls, they grow out of their men. Like when, when a woman starts to level up, they're the man in the relationship had better be coming with it because like no amount of being super dad is going to get you the respect that you need from your relationship as a man. So I feel like. So these conversations just need to be happening when, but do you even think that women are realizing it in real time to be able to stop and be like, Hey, I'm doing this and you're not coming with me. Why is that? And like, before it gets to a point where it's too far gone. No, I think you're fighting biology there because women tend to, they don't evaluate things logically. They look at things from how they feel and they, mm-hmm. so they tend to push, you know, and it's like, you're not do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. Why aren't you doing the thing? It's like, I don't know. Why do I need to do the thing? And it was like that, the real I thing was like, if women sat down and talked to men and actually said what, you know, was going on. But that's the problem. Now you're expecting women to really understand what's going on. You know, people, women especially, are not psychologists. They don't know why they feel the way they feel. You know, they don't know that, you know, that the, this little thing and that little thing that's poking at them is, is separating them from their, their spouse. You know, they're just, I think that, that relationships in general are that way. We're not taught how to be in a relationship and how to take care of each other and how to notice things from each other and what to look for and why. And, you know, we're very selfish when it comes to all these things because we tend to get into relationships really selfishly. Know, this person gives me the things I need and this person is the things that I want. And, you know, Jordan Peterson constantly says, you know, if you want a good mate, then you have to be a good mate. That's all there's to it. Like, you, you, it has nothing to do with what can I do to go find a good mate? You know, it's what can I be? And, and then the situation will just take care of itself. And no one's teaching us how to have social interactions in the first place, let alone with the people that we really want to. It's like I'm always saying about manipulation. Like, you are your relationship. Everything you do and everything you say is going to ripple through your relationship for sometimes the rest of your life. Like, things that are really emotionally important will be carried will never get to be put down. Like certain mistakes never get to be forgotten. And like when a, when a woman feels unsupported, for instance, stuff like that can only go on for so long. And a lot of times, neither person is super aware of what's even really going on. You know, maybe the one of the people really wanted something from their life and then made sacrifices so that the family could be wherever they are. And, you know, enough time passed that, it was like, you know, why wasn't my sacrifices validated? And, you know, I want the stuff that I wanted back then. And all of a sudden, I just don't want to be here. And it's like, you can't fix that marriage now. It's not, it's not repairable. You can't, you know, you can go to the other person and be like, these are the things. This is what we need to do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's already past the point. So it's, it's a tough question because I think we, we need somebody out there teaching people how to be in a relationship, teaching women how to talk to men. I think men do a pretty good job of talking to women. Like we're fucking cavemen, you know, food, sex, it pretty much covers it. Women have, you know, try and verbalize emotions. And what could be harder than explaining how you feel? Like you've ever spent any time with a therapist or a counselor or anything like that you'll realize that you don't even understand how you feel, let alone why you feel until you start talking about this happened and this made me feel this way. And then as you're hearing yourself speak, you're like, holy cow, no wonder I don't like this person or no wonder that this has been going on or this has been causing me stress or, you know, 
And it'd be all shit that you thought you knew. You're like, yeah, I knew that was going on. And, it, and not until it's really verbalized and vocalized that you're like, yeah, my whole life makes perfect sense. You know, cause a lot of times when you sit in a good, a good psychologist chair, you know, you're just there to talk. They're just like, just, they're just asking the right questions to get you to answer the questions that you've been needing to answer for yourself for years. Right. Right. Yeah. A good psychologist doesn't give opinion on how you should live or how you should anything. No. And that's like the whole point of like discovering yourself is just asking questions that you've never really asked yourself before that you wouldn't take the time to think about and process. And then that's their job is to ask those questions that nobody else would ask you, you know? And that's oh, why yeah. I, mean, I feel like, you know, my father-in-law, perfect example is he is like, such a loving person and the biggest goal that he has is he's been divorced for 20 years probably and he just wants a woman to love he just wants a woman that loves him but the problem is and I've had conversations with him and I'm like you don't even know who you are and what you want to then be able to give what you think that you can give to a woman that you want to settle down with and that's the reason why you've had so much struggle with these relationships is because you're going, you have no idea what you want. You have no idea who you are. You haven't had time to like reflect on yourself as a person to then go into this relationship knowing like before it even starts, you can tell like, yep, for me or no, not for me. And then you just eliminate all that time and all that heartache and all that shit. You know what I mean? Just because you, you know, going into it, that person's for me or not for me or worth the effort, you know? Ah, uh, you're using way too much logic. Like, I... That's what you're saying that we needed to do. <laughs> yeah, with, you, with each other, yeah. But when it comes to, like, who we're into, that shit can make no sense at all. Like, I think one of the biggest issues that we see nowadays in relationships is women force themselves into relationships that seem more, you know, this is what I'm, this is what I'm supposed to do because this person is safe and is good bet and going to be good at, you know, you know, raising my kids or whatever the situation mm -hmm. is. And a lot of times, you know, our, our like socio environment growing up really affects what we're attracted to and what makes us feel safe and what we really need. And we try and ignore those things and it really ends bad later on, you know, because, but because you're not going into that relationship knowing who you are. Like you think and you're telling yourself you need those things, but you probably don't need those things. And then it takes you 10 years into the relationship to figure out you didn't need those things the whole time. Right. Well, and that's why I'm always talking about women being on birth control and getting with their life mate. And then, you know, then having a bunch of kids and then all of a sudden they're not on birth control and hormonally they don't even like the person that they're with. Because they were looking for very specific thing. You know, when you're on birth control, your body thinks you're pregnant. So you respond way to way different things, way different people, way different everything, you know? And when, when a woman gets older, her hormones aren't like that at all anymore anyway. So, you know, when, it, when a girl falls in love on birth control, that just is a recipe for fucking disaster right off the bat. But I mean, I agree with you that the main problem is that people don't know who they are or what they want. That's my favorite thing to ask women. That's my favorite thing is, you know, what do you, what do you want from life? Now, now that we're whatever age, you know, you're 35, 40 years old, what do you want from life? And the answer is universe. One, you can tell they've never given it any thought at all. And the main answer is just, I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to go places. That's like, in, in all, I feel like it's the lake and property argument. You know, do you want to grow up and own a little house on the lake? Or do you want to grow up and have a nice house with a bunch of property? Because you can either stay at home and build an empire and then travel the world when you get older. Or you can make all them great memories now, which psychology definitely advocates for spending your time doing stuff over buying stuff. You know, mm -hmm. they take the, they say kids 
when you ask a kid about his birthdays, they they remember who was there. They remember where they were. They remember all these things. They never have any idea what their presents were, who got them what or any of that stuff. We completely shifted like experiences for things because oh yeah, that nobody remembers the things. Nobody remembers the pre- unless it was like this monumental thing that was just like right, yeah. you know, like a car on your sixteenth birthday or or something like that. But other than that, they remember emotion tied to those presents. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's it's all about the memories that are being made and. Yeah, I'm, the problem I'm though is a 35, 40 year old man is trying to build an empire. Right. So he's not trying to travel at 35 years old. Mm-hmm. And these, the, a lot of these girls really are stubborn at wanting to travel young. And that shit's expensive. It means having certain kind of jobs and all these things come with, with yeah, that kind of stuff. You sacrifice the life that you live and you don't get to have all the things at home. Like if that is, that's really, what's that? No, you have kids. You don't get to make decisions like that. You have kids. There's kids. Oh, so the kids traveling? No, no, fuck no. You can't take the kids to, you know, I mean, we're not going to Florida here. Their emotions are so heightened in the dating scene that they forget about reality sometimes. And then the reality sets in and they're like, I had all these goals and dreams, but then I forgot about my kids. And all Mm -hmm. other responsibilities that I have. I think women are just so attracted to the shiny object of the relationship that they're getting into. They don't even take time to think about it. So when they go into the relationship, they don't even think about what they want. They just see like that big shiny object and the thing that they want to go after. And then they they try to change that, manipulate the situation. And then, you know, five, 10 years down the road, they realize that's not a reality. That was just something that they went into the relationship assuming. Never talking about, and then their their expectations are disappointments. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you said, you were gonna take me this place last year. Like that. That's definitely that's definitely a thing. I don't know. It's pretty tough because, like, think about what it ta- takes financially for a family to exist in general. Let alone have a nice house, let alone have nice things like, mm-hmm. you know, traveling in the generation. It's a lot of sacrifice, some serious money. And statistically, you know, what's the average household income in the United States? Not even enough to pay the rent. Like, like 50 grand or so. Somewhere in that ballpark, I think. And you were talking about. Like, you know, a lot of women nowadays have a lot going on. I feel like most women that I talk to that are 35, 40 years old are trying really hard not to work full time and, you know, aren't making over $20,000 a year independently. Why is that, you think? Because that's how women are wired. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's back to our women. conversation last week about. Just when you like CEO, she hits a certain age and then she's like, I like biologically, my clock is ticking and I want to create this family now. And it may or may not be too late. Right. It's too late. But like, that's where today's topic kind of falls into place is that our podcast is, it goes against the, the norm, the status quo of what society is doing and it's pushing those boundaries for the fact that yes this is what's happening these conversations are happening these women don't want to have full-time jobs they are they want to just sacrifice for mediocre and having this lifestyle but in reality they don't they're just like they're doing that for all the wrong reasons, but then they want their their man to build them this empire, but they're not willing to to step up to communicate to like do the things that it takes. It's a, it's a team effort unless you're going after some billionaire, and that's like a whole nother thing. Like that's yeah, that's not to- even the ideal, the realistic yeah. adventure. Like it's just not so. Just the day-to-day relationship is if you want these things, you're going to have to step up and be a teammate. You're going to have to play the game. What's that mean? It means that 
What's it mean to be a teammate as a female? As a female? Yeah. Like we talk about it a lot and it's not about the the equality of a relationship. It's about like if I'm going to, if I want this lifestyle and I know the capabilities of the person that I'm with and they're maxed out on their capabilities, how can I max out on my capabilities? And a lot of that goes back to like knowing who you are to create something that if you don't want to work full time, find something that you're good at. Find something that you're passionate about. Find something that can create income. Find a solution to a problem. Find a way to be able to step up to your capabilities. And whatever that is, you you step into that role. And then you help build the other side of it because you can't just rely on one person to do all the things, especially when as a woman... You want this partner to make all the money, do all the things, have this honey-do list on top of it, but then I don't want to work full-time and I don't want to do anything. I don't want to, you know... the A teammate isn't somebody that just sits back and watches it all unfold and just demands things. A teammate is somebody that says, I support you. You have these qualities. I support you in these qualities. What can I do so that we can create this thing that I want that I said when we were dating that I said I wanted to do all these things like I got to bring my part to that and I just have to figure out what that is I'm just always stuck on women not really being meant for putting in a bunch of time like that's why you see women work with like all like almost all the things that women do are non-scalable jobs. They're always like people in healthcare and beauty and, you know, things that are it's hard to scale. Like it's, they're, you know, they're very social creatures and their jobs usually really respect that, reflect that. And, you know, I, at least from what I see, you know, women don't want to, invest like you're saying take me for an example i went into nursing because i thought it was job security i'll be a nurse i'm a compassionate person like i'm a mom nursing it is i'll always have a job no i'm a nurse but i'm not in nursing anymore i was making decent money but it wasn't what i needed to do to be myself and to do what I needed to do for myself to be the person that I needed to be to create the lifestyle that I wanted. Like the money was okay-ish, you know? Yeah, why, so why didn't you go be an auto mechanic? Or why didn't you, like plumbers, there's, there's always a shortage of plumbers and electricians and, you know. I mean, it's the conditioning. I mean, obviously my parents had a good push about that. I was a single mom and I needed something that was going to be secure and like it resonated with me. And I mean, my parents would have... A lot of the comments that you're making are yeah. very emotionally driven comments. Yeah. Three, yeah. Oh, and that, that's my point. You became a nurse because you're a girl. You don't see girls in STEM. You don't see girls in anything that's not social. You don't like... Girls work with people, men work with things. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's not something that you can really argue because when you look at the fields, the STEM fields are 96% dominated by men. The trades are 98% dominated by men. Construction is 99.5% dominated by men. Like all the scalable fields are met. And the things that you're talking about are totally scalable. Like I've got friends that went to beauty school that have created their own businesses and work inside their home and are making six figures a year. So it's it's all about like where you want to take it. Nurses, same thing. Like I know traveling nurses that make two hundred plus thousand dollars a year. And that's like what pretty rough. I said that sounds like a pretty rough job for a mom or a wife. It is. But the thing is, is they build themselves up to this lifestyle and then they have to maintain it. And I literally worked with a woman that was working. She was picking up extra shifts, working overtime as a nurse, 12-hour shifts. 
I mean, it's it's grueling third shift shit. You know, like I did that just normal hours and I was exhausted. But she built this lifestyle. She kept picking up all these extra shifts. And so now she's like, I can't decrease my hours because I like the lifestyle that I created. And she was a single mom. I I have to work this now because I can't, I'm not willing to sacrifice my lifestyle for my sanity, my sleep, to be with my kids. Right. But this is the point. This is the exact point that I was trying to make. Is I don't think that women are wired or what we're talking about. Like if you want your family and your household to scale, I don't think the solution is for both people to be putting in maximum effort on monetary gains. Like I don't think that women long-term or like the, the, the main place you see it is when the household falls behind. Women are perfectly happy covering the monetary shortfalls of a household short term but not not long term it can't be a long term thing where men we could make 10 times as much as is our you know counterpart and that's perfectly fine right and i just don't think that the a long term healthy heterosexual relationship is going to be unless you're working together Unless the business is some team effort or, or some team thing. But I just, I think most women hit a wall mm-hmm. and, you know, they go to, they get the education, they get the lifestyle, they put in all the time. And then all of a sudden they don't actually have the things they want and they can't scale back because, you know, they like the stuff they're buying and they like having their stuff all the time. And, you know, I mean, just fucking hair can cost 400 bucks a month. Like it's, you know, it's, it's the system's playing us. But what we're talking about right now is, you know, how does the woman get what she wants? How does the woman get to go on vacations and still have the, the life she wants at home and all this stuff? And, and, and we're talking about, you know, going into it, knowing what the other person wants and, you know, all this stuff. And I think that the bigger issue here is that we're talking about delusion. Like, this isn't reality like the main percentage of 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 this nation is not capable of doing the things that most women want to do and having the things that you know most people want to do like guys guys scale because we just keep having to and it, it most guys don't and that's my point is that most guys don't want to keep leveling up, mm-hmm. let alone most girls. So I feel like, but, but when I talk to these women that are getting divorced, it's almost always the same story. I kept having to work more and more and more to make up for how much he wouldn't work or how much he wouldn't do. And that just wasn't acceptable. And I'm, I don't disagree with that. Like the, you know, that fits, but I'm just saying that I think we need to come together and be a little more realistic about, you know, what we can have and what we can do and what timeline it's going to take and how much effort it's really going to take. And we're all being duped because we don't know going into it, what it really takes. Yeah. We're going to go on vacation. You know how many times in my life that I have gotten some kind of upgrade or some kind of, you know, monetary change in my life and it's just like oh this is going to be the end all now i've got this money and life's going to be easier and i'm going to have to work less it is never ever ever fucking like that like as you get older you get more overhead at your household and it gets to the point to where you know all i wanted was was a you know maybe a couple of dirt bikes and a boat and a nice vehicle and a little property and it's like all that shit requires money all the time. And then all of a sudden you want to do things like go out to eat or take it, take it easy and get food on the way home or like, you, you know, and then all of a sudden you got all these kids and they're doing all these different things that cost a million dollars, you know, like good sports costs a lot of money and mm. we're always completely underprepared. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel like. 
I don't, I don't think anybody, feel like we're equipped to have those conversations, I guess is what I'm saying. I don't think anybody has their priorities straight on what they really want. And that's just it. It's like you have to. Aren't those two different things? Having your priorities straight, what you really want. No. Those like They shouldn't be. Because you should really know what you really want. And then therefore you create your priority list. Like I want you really want. What do you mean? What do you really want? Like at the core, at the at the very soul of the question, Mm -hmm. what do you really want? What do you want? I want to have time. Damn. I yeah, I want to have time to create memories with my family and to live my life before I can't live my life anymore. And this is where I wanted to talk to you about becoming a nurse and going through hoops to become a nurse. That I, if I had the choice to do it again, <laughs> fuck, I am never right. doing it. You know, but it gave me some characteristics that I probably wouldn't have if I didn't go through it, especially like as a single mom. But the reason why I stepped out of that is because it wasn't fulfilling. It was the money was okay, but the money wasn't keeping me in the game. What was keeping me in the game was my passion to help people. And when politics got involved and upper management got involved with what I was doing and said, these are the ways that we have to do this and blah, blah, blah. The passion got taken out of what I was doing and therefore the money didn't give, I didn't give a shit about that. Like you could offer me and I, they did. They called me back and they were like, well, we can give you this, this and this if you stay because we need you because we don't want to do your work. I know that. And that's like, you can't dangle the carrot in front of my face, but I'm not, I'm, I'm smarter than that. And I don't fucking want that. What I want is you're taking my sanity, my time away from what is the most precious thing to me. That's time with my family, the memories that I can create and the money. Like, fuck you, I'll go find my own way. It's not working 60 hours a week for somebody else to make them money to say that I have this benefits package and this 401k and all the things. The money, honestly, I am not as financially set as I was when I was working, but I am humbled by that and I'm okay with that because of the freedom that it's giving me. And now I really get to pour into the passion that I have, and that's helping other women in other areas. So it's still like I'm able to do the thing, but I'm able to do it for myself and still simultaneously having that time, even though that means that I had to scale back my lifestyle because you know what? Fuck that. Like I don't need to go get my hair done. I don't need to go out to eat. Those things don't matter to me. What matters to me is at the end of the day, giving my son a hug, tucking him in at night. Those things that, that I won't have forever. And if and he graduates, he moves out and I feel like I need to live this lavish lifestyle. Cool, I can go do that tomorrow. I'm still a nurse. But that doesn't speak anything to me right now in the moments that matter the most. So when you get into a relationship with somebody, to me, they need to know those things. Because they get into a relationship with somebody and that person goes through all that and they don't fucking understand why and how and all the things that they want. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It's never going to equate to what they want because they don't have a fucking clue what they want. And then to be able to know enough about that to have a conversation with you. Like imagine being in a marriage where the breadwinner comes to you and says, I'm going to quit my job. No benefits. No salary. But guess what? I get to be home every day. Those are the things that we don't have conversations about until it's too late. Then we have the argument about finances. Well, we have this lifestyle. Like that's really not even what it's about. It's really not even what it's about. Problem is you speak from the perspective of someone with experience. I agree. For sure. That's why the perspective is fantastic. To advocate for that perspective is fantastic. My argument is that it doesn't fit the model. So what's going on right now is, for one thing, most of what you said seemed very female-oriented perspective. Like, like a lot of the stuff that you were saying, it's not how men are wired. At the core, if you're going to pay me 100K plus to work 40 hours a week, I don't need to know anymore. I don't even, I don't need to know what I'm doing. I don't need to know who it's for. I don't, I could give fuck all. I will scrape shit off of somebody's actual asshole 
you know, which that's funny since we're, you know, we're talking <laughs> in the first place. Like, yeah. I, think, I think a lot of times when, when people don't get into nursing, they don't realize how much like people care really comes with, mm-hmm. with nursing. But, but yeah, I, I feel like men for the most part, we're not wired that way. And we, you know, even when we're lazy, even when we want to fucking spend our free time playing golf or video games or whatever the fuck it is, you know, we have a different kind of push. It's hard not to work overtime. You know, I, I read a crazy statistic today and it said that it was talking about how on average men work 10% more than women. And that doesn't seem like very much, 10%. And we're just talking about hours. Mm-hmm. hours a week men are working 10 percent more hours a week and the big thing that 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 does is that brings in 40 percent more income so 10 percent more work at the same wage brings in 40 percent more income because 10 percent more work puts you into overtime and that is how men think like we are stuck in the whole, you know, you know, oh, to an extra two hours a day or an extra hour a day is going to pay me an extra, you know, like, I don't know. Even the lazy ones of us, we just want, we want that fucking money as much of it as any way as possible. And the older our kids get, and most of us, you know, most of men aren't trying to spend a whole lot of time with their family. You know, men, men raise their children by example more than anything not by being around all the time and i don't advocate for working all the time and missing out on your kids like you're the, well, that goes into like the whole absentee father business and that's a whole nother well, i mean at its extreme but i mean you know it's it's okay to work you know most of the day and see your family for a few hours at night like that's that's what it's like to be a man that's how I remember it. And I'm sure that most of the people in my generation remember, you know, is, is the guy was, and then he'd come home and instantly start mowing the lawn or whatever the fuck it was that, you know, but the, the dad wasn't like there raising the kids and raising the family and doing the family thing. You know, I mean, he probably had the boy out in the garage holding the flashlight, you know, teaching him how to be a man. But like, I just feel like right now we're talking about it from a very, split you know like the woman's gonna do and make this much and the guy's gonna do and make this much and we're gonna come together and it's like who the fuck's doing the other stuff like there's this huge disconnect on what women used to be in a relationship not just in a household like i hate to put my friends on blast but just yesterday we were all out together and it was hot. I must have drank like, like I drank so many fucking waters. And then when I got home, it occurred to me that the whole time I was gone, I didn't pee one time. And then when I did finally pee, which was like late at night, it was like fucking orange. And I'd been drinking water all day, but I just mm-hmm. wasn't keeping up. You know, I was like, I must have did 400 laps on, on the track yesterday. So it was like, I was, you know, killing myself. And I don't do a good job taking care of myself. If I, can, I used to have a friend that was around all the time and she did a really good job of, of helping to, to fill that role for me. But the joke was that the, my one friend, his wife had waters for everybody. Like she had brought like the thermos you were just drinking out of, you know, each, each kid and herself had a nice big thermos and then that was it. And, you know, my buddy was, was riding and, you know, he's asking me for water, you know, so I got a couple of waters out of the truck or whatever. And so I made a joke about how everybody's got water, but him, you know, and she was like, well, I made everybody a water. And I was like, you made everybody in a water, but not your husband. And her response was, he's a grown fucking man. Now, how the fuck did her shit get to the, to where we were? Mm-hmm. Like, how did like, like so many things went into them being able to be there that required him taking care of her, her stuff and their family. Mm-hmm. But when it came to just making sure that he had a water and I'm not saying that she doesn't take care of him all the time and do stuff like that for him. I don't fucking know. I'm not there. 
you can reverse the roles too. If the woman is putting in all that extra energy all day doing all these things, who the fuck's taking care of her? Who's making sure that she's fucking fed and hydrated and to places on time and has clean clothes? And cause you can't, you can't fucking do both. Like if you're killing it doing the one, then you're going to get home at eight o'clock at night and you sure in the fuck aren't going to do all the other. That's why it's, it's a team effort and you have to have priorities because my fucking to-do list is huge. His fucking to-do list is huge. We both know realistically, we both try to tackle that to-do list every day. We both know through communication and years of doing this that you go do the thing. I'm going to do my thing. We're going to meet in the middle. We're going to do the thing. It's literally just communication. We've gotten to the point where we've got this calendar. It's color-coded on the kids' shit, in his shit, my shit, and what we're doing. It's all about making sure that you have your priorities in order so that you can make it a structure that works for your dynamic and that you're on the same page about that. Because if you're not, it's not going to work. You have to put in the effort every single day to get that big result that you're looking for. It doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen by yourself. And you can't expect the other person that you're in their relationship with to carry all the weight so that you can reap all the benefits. Like there has to be some sort of team effort in that. Who's going to do what? When are we going to do it? How are we going to make it happen? Let's make it happen. We got to talk about the fact that so much of what you're talking about Email. Like, I can't talk for all men, but I know the men around me, and I certainly know myself. When I get told about the birthday party that's in two weekends from now, it goes in one ear and out the other. I don't have fucking time for a birthday party that's two weeks from now. Like, Mm -hmm. let's put that shit in my phone as a reminder. Cool. Like, I'm glad I finally got myself to the point to where I can do that, where it's like, this information is useless to me now, but I don't want to forget because I've done that and it, that's not good. So let's put it in here. So like for guys to be able to think ahead, we don't even know what the fuck we're doing today. You know, it's like, I got, I got a bunch of shit to do. I'm going to go, I might go throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. That's exactly what we fucking do because we don't have a plan Like we don't, we're so used to it just blowing up in our fucking face. You know, I'm going to go do this. The thing breaks. I'm going to, now I'm going to try and fix it. I don't have the things I need. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. Like, you know, and I, I just broke something. Now I'm like in a whole different thing. Like, and I feel like that this is one of the biggest problems in relationships today is that, is that women want so much communication that men cannot give. Like, we don't know. When are you going to be home? I don't fucking know when I'm going to be home. Unless I have to be home at a certain time for some reason, I don't know when I'm going to be home. Is it work? Is it something on the way home from work? Is it maybe the one time I ran into a buddy in a million years and I got caught up? We, we definitely function on a completely different wavelength and it fucks with women and it, it, it fucks with our relationships because we're expected to have not just communication, but see, see, here's the problem with communication when it comes to women is communication is an emotional thing. So if we aren't properly communicating, then we aren't taking the females feelings into can't think of the word but what consideration yeah exactly and that's like that's you can't do that like that's such a such a damaging thing to your relationship but guess what it doesn't matter that's just how we're wired wired we're not it's not that at all it's not that we're inconsiderate we just don't think that way that's why when you say when you ask a dad what bus does your kid ride and I don't, I don't fucking know. Hopefully he knows what the name of the school is. You know, like what, what time is his, his band practice? I don't know. What's the name of such and such teacher? I don't know. Like we don't, we don't fucking know. Even when we're the only one in charge of the stuff, we don't fucking know. And I tell you what, all the time, it's like, you know, you know, Hey dad, tomorrow, such and such, 
works. Tomorrow, what the fuck? Maybe we got the paper a couple of weeks ago. Maybe we got an email that we didn't look at. Whatever the fuck, it doesn't mean we probably wouldn't have done anything with it at the time anyway. We still make sure that it gets done and it's taken care of. And the kid has, you know, the brownies or whatever for the such and such school party at the last second. But my point is just that we do things such a different way because men are a do shit now when it's here because we are so used to. It doesn't matter what the plan is. And this is one of the things that women don't understand when they're trying to convey all their thoughts and plans to the man is we're listening and we're paying attention. We understand that you want to do this and you want to do that. And you want this, this to be at this time and this to happen after this. And, you know, all these things to work together like cogs and gears. And we haven't seen life ever be that way. So we are perfectly content with whatever happens, happens. I'll be ready enough. It'll be okay. And women need structure and planning and to be, to feel prepared. And it's just this, we just always comes back to the security of, you know, women want to feel secure in their schedule, in their life, in their household, in their home. We just need to stop trying so hard to want the things from our spouse that we are. Like, I think that women need to get used to the way that men communicate and get used to having to remind your man, you know, like, I love that it pisses women off that they have to be like, you, you have a dentist appointment today, or you have to have the kid at a certain place, or you have to, we're going to my mom's today. I told you last week, so what? The other 600 times that you told me something last week and it didn't stick, you're just getting more and more and more upset. It's not going to stick. Being more and more upset isn't going to fix it anyway. That's not going to make it stick. Then we're just going to resent you because we're feeling like we're doing all these things. I'm doing all the things. I'm at all the things. I'm doing all the things. You know, you're not listening. Oh, I'm fucking listening. I just don't retain the same information that you do because I don't see worth in the same things that you do. And that's what makes us great together. Mm -hmm. But men don't know. We don't know what we want. We don't know what we care about. We don't know what our feelings are, how we feel about things. That's why it takes us a minute to realize whether we like a girl or not, even because we're just like, we're fucking brain dead. A good man is so emotionally suppressed. We're just not functioning on the same emotional level as each other. And that's what makes it so beautiful for a man and woman to be together because Balance. one, right. One person is emotion and one person is logic. And I know it seems crazy that the one that's emotion is the one that's in charge. Well, the logistics, that's just how it is. And I completely agree with you that it's all about communication and it's all about being on the same page. And it's all about how you talk to each other and how you convey those things. Cause communication can mean dog shit if you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. But my struggle is just that men only have a certain kind of character to give to a situation. And a lot of the things that we're talking about right now are how a female thinks. It's tough because we talk from personal experience and like your situation is a great advocation for a good, healthy, equal relationship where there's a lot of give and take and people feel whatever role is necessary, depending on the situation. And, and everybody involved has a lot of appreciation for that stuff. And that is just where we want to get to. That's where we want people to be. But I think that biologically, most women are not going to do well in an equal situation. I think that it's perfectly okay for a woman to want to do less. You know, when, when I hang out with women, most of them are softer. The world is really rough and damaging. And I spent a lot of time being very nearsighted to how much it affects the people around me, how much responsibility and stress destroys people. And I think that men should be trying to protect their women from as much 
as they possibly can. Like women should be doing whatever they want to do and applying themselves as much as they possibly want. But at the end of the day, I think that it's the man's job to be ready to sweep in and to take over and to not live a life where the woman is ever doing that. Hey, listener, no worries. We're not going to leave you with this cliffhanger for too long. This is just part one of episode four. We have part two. It'll be dropping really soon. So you will be able to listen to this continued conversation. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, please go over there because this is going to help you stay in the loop. We let you know what's dropping. We give you little sneak peeks into the next episodes. And this is also an awesome space for you to have conversations and let us know what your thoughts are and share your perspective and also any episode ideas that you want us to create around a specific topic. So finding equilibrium podcast on Instagram is where you will find us until next time where we will have episode four, part two.